Welcome to Lifestyle Solopreneur, the community for entrepreneurs who put lifestyle first. Join your host, Flavia Barris, as she interviews successful lifestyle solopreneurs and shares ideas to help you find the perfect balance between lifestyle, business, and self. Flavia is an attorney, marketing expert, and founder of several online academies. She's been featured in major media, including BBC World News, The Wall Street Journal, the New York Post, ESPN Television, and more. Join us for this episode of Lifestyle Solopreneur. Hey, Lifestyle Solopreneurs. Today we get to speak with Harry Spate. He is a keynote speaker, author of Selling with Dignity. He's a sales consultant. And after serving his mission work, culminating with two years in the Dominican Republic, Harry brought the principles of serving others to business, focusing on sales and leadership. Over the past 25 years, he has sold millions in revenue and led teams that sold tens of millions. He works with individuals and businesses who want to step up their sales so they can thrive. He is also the host of the popular podcast, Sales Made Easy. Welcome to the show, Harry. Love it. Great to be here, Flavia. What's the good word? Always great to speak with you. Uh, you have a lot to offer. I love even just the title of what you do, Selling with Dignity, because I find when I talk to entrepreneurs, one of the hardest things for people to kind of get over, especially when they're solopreneurs and it's just that they don't have salespeople, they are everything. They wear the accounting hat, the sales hat, marketing, everything. And the selling seems to be kind of the hardest thing to mentally start doing for a lot of folks. So tell us how you ended up where you are now. Yeah, well, I, I totally agree with what you just said, that sales can be very challenging for a lot of people, especially people who are not necessarily the really outgoing types and love to talk about themselves. So why I am here is really has to do with the whole mission background. And when I got into sales, I was like the anti-sales person. I learned pretty quickly that the stereotypical salesperson wasn't going to be me. So I learned that based on my mission career and doing the humanitarian work that I was really good at serving people. So I adopted my sales approach with a service mentality and that surprisingly worked pretty well. And then over the years, I've led sales teams and did very well. And then during COVID, I um, had some time to think and reflect and I'd always thought about writing a book, not always, but for at least 10 years. And then I said, you know what? I'm going to write this thing now and see if I can help people who are running small businesses that are not great at sales so, and give them some ideas on how they can grow their business without being a pushy, salesy type of person. Yeah, I love that theme, you know, dignity. Because I think a lot of people, when they try to sell and it's not something that they were trained to do or naturally comes to them, it doesn't feel dignified, right? It, it can feel sort of icky and kind of, like your, yeah. What is that resistance? You know, what is it at the core of our psychology that makes it so hard to sell? Well, I think for the giver, the giver's mindset, it's always been about serving. And the last thing they want to do is lead with the idea of taking. And that's the way, unfortunately, sales is viewed. It's, you know, you hear these things like always be closing. You see movies where, sales is portrayed as something that's terrible. You've got the, the car commercials, the bait and switch, the scamming, the spamming, you name it. We are surrounded by bad sales techniques. So people who are givers, in my opinion, don't want to be associated with that. 
So what they do is I, I've heard people say, if I can't make it in business because I'm not going to be good at sales, so be it because I'm just, I'm not going to be a salesperson. And you know, the handwriting is on the wall when you start saying things like that, because everybody needs to sell. In order for your business to be a business, you got to have something that you, you need money that's coming in. And that is that comes from sales. So we have to change our attitude. And this approach really works. And I've seen it in action for 20 plus years now. And what's one of the biggest mistakes that you see, especially solopreneurs and small businesses make in their sales efforts? Like what's, what are some of the ones you're like, man, I see this every single time. I mean, it's so common, but I'm sure it's an easy fix, but maybe people aren't aware. Yeah, the, the first thing I hear and see all the time is people say, I'm terrible at sales, or I'm not cut out for being in sales, or I'm not a salesperson. And they lead with that. So now if you're saying in anything in life, I'm not very good at something, well, what kind of results are you going to expect if you say you're not very good at it? I'm not very good at riding a bike. Well, you're not going to be a great cyclist. If I'm not very good at shooting baskets or I'm not very good at, not a very good cook, well, you don't want to say I'm not very good in sales because it's self-defeating and you're already, one is already giving themselves an excuse that they don't need to be better. But my approach is, and it's not me alone, there's a lot of people that do the same thing, very similar, servant-minded selling, selling from the heart. There's different books out there that have the same approach, which is lead with the other person. And you want to develop some skills along the way, right? Human psychology, being able to ask for the business in a very soft approach will bring in the business without being salesy. Does that answer your question there? It does. And that last part, the last bit, asking for the sale, asking for the close. I feel like that's where people get the most hung up. And that may be just my opinion, but that sort of that moment where a salesperson or really just an entrepreneur, anybody, you know, a shop owner needs to sort of close that sale and, and help that client come to a decision. That seems to be sort of the most challenging. Do you agree? Yeah, it's, it's all about getting stuck at that point because a lot of people will get decent into conversations. They'll find a need. And then you've got to say, hey, I can help you, right? I can help you solve this problem. Or I work with people just like you in solving this problem. Do you want to see what that looks like? And just, again, soft approach, not there for the hard close. You just make the offer. And this is where, like you mentioned, a lot of people fall short. And then someone will say, no, I'm just not ready for that. And then it's done. It's one and done. You, you had the guts to make the first ask. But this is where the conversation really begins when they say, I'm not ready for that. Because they're going, to, once you can take the pressure off, which is what I suggest, is you can say something along the lines of, I totally understand. I am not always ready for things too. But for me, just so I understand this a little bit better, what comes to mind for you when you say you're not ready? And then they'll tell you because you took the pressure off. And then they might say, you know, they've got this other project or so forth and spell it out what they're doing. Then you might say, well, that sounds great. 
Do you want to revisit this in 90 days? Do you want to revisit this in 30 days? Whatever the timing is, and then see what happens next. And if they say, no, I'm, I was just being nice, they're really not interested. That's a different response versus people who are that need to be asked several times over the course of months and possibly years before they do business with you. And as you know, because you're in business, you're in sales, you get it. Absolutely. So for your book, who's the book for? Like, if I'm thinking of sending this book to someone as a gift, which one of my colleagues, friends, family, who would come first to my mind? What is it someone who is thinking of going into sales as their profession? Is it more for someone who's a, an entrepreneur and wants to be their own sales director? Or uh, is it someone who's already been doing this for a while and wants to fine tune their processes and techniques? Yeah, that's a great question. I love the question. So for people who are already in sales and are getting a lot of ghosting, where people are just not responsive, they feel like the conversations aren't great, this will help in the sense of looking more at the other person. There will be some aha moments for those types of people who typically lead with product and their great skills, but their conversation quality isn't there. But ideally, it's for the solopreneur, entrepreneur who's never had any sales training and they can start fresh And if they have the giver's mindset, not everyone is going to lead with a giver's mindset. So if they, I would say that's the prerequisite is that if you have a giver's mindset where you want to serve humanity, if you want to make an impact with your business, this book is for you because you're the type of person that does not want to lead with themselves, but still needs to grow your business. And so this approach, it's a softer approach. It is the long play, but it is where you can have clients for life versus the one and done, get a client real quick, sales is a numbers game, and all the nonsense that is out there being taught. You have a podcast. I'm always on the hunt for you know the next podcast to listen to, and it's called Sales Made Easy. So tell us a little bit about your podcast. What's the format? What are the conversations you have on there? Who's this podcast for? The podcast is for the same types of people, entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, people who are just starting out, very similar to your audience. And really, it's I interview people who are in business and have dealt with sales, and they haven't been very good at it typically. And I do have some sales experts that make it really easy, right? People that believe similarly to me, like Lee Sauls was on recently, James Muir was on recently. And these guys are just great. Their approach is all about human psychology, soft approach, finding the ideal client, having conversations with those people, and eventually asking for the business. Now, some are great at this and others are not. But along with that, I'll interview people like uh, I had someone on this week who does marketing. So he's a solopreneur that does marketing. He's been doing it for 30 years. And he's pretty good at sales and he's had a success. He's had a successful business. So I want people to see these types of individuals as well to give them the confidence that you don't have to be a superstar salesperson to grow a business. A little bit of this and that can help you grow your business. And that's who I really want to help serve. I've seen a lot recently 
of people who go into online business who sort of feel that if you do online business right and you have sales pages and maybe a video or this or that, that the marketing ends up sort of replacing the sales function. But then I see the same the same people who are just kind of reluctant to have any conversations with their prospects and their potential clients. Uh, they, they're not making as many sales as they could, in my opinion, just because static sales pages and, and just advertisements and marketing, it's not really a replacement for having that conversation, that connection between someone who is in the sales position, who can kind of share the mission and the the message of the company to bring in the right clients. Do you find that in today's world, people are trying to sort of get away from that one-on-one touch with clients and trying to replace it with all of this really advertising and, and just marketing? 100%. Yeah, you really nailed it on that one, Flavia. The the idea that you don't have to talk to people is really for a low ticket item, right? If you're going to sell e-commerce and you don't have to talk to people and you're selling something for whatever, $97 or less, that's one thing. You don't really need to speak to people. But if you're selling something that's higher ticket or someone is making an investment in you and whatever that dollar amount is, but I'm certainly not uh, spending a lot of money where I don't know the person. Like I'll sign up for an online program to see what's out there. I'll spend $47. I'm not going to spend $997 though. I would have to have a conversation. And this is where you have to decide is that, yeah, you can bring people into the funnel, so to speak. If you understand that, that's a whole different conversation. But it's basically getting leads to you and then you need to sell. And if you're leading with yourself, if you're just saying how great my product is, how great this is and that is, without uncovering what is important to the person across from you, you're missing an opportunity. So your sales can be much better because people are interested in themselves and they want an outcome. They're not looking for a product, they're looking for an outcome. Your time in the Dominican Republic, you know, I'm sure, and you were there for two years. So how does that, play in or influence at all your work today? Oh, so much. I think what the, the biggest overall philosophical thing was that if you're, you're a guest somewhere, then everybody, I mean, we, we wanted to serve everybody. In a sense that we went to the Dominican Republic thinking we were going to help people make changes. We learned that that's not really it. It's all about serving others and helping people and bringing smiles to their life and having conversations and making people feel good. That, I brought that into sales. So like a simple thing is having a conversation. You've probably heard the expression gatekeeper. It's a very common expression in sales. And gatekeepers are the people that are preventing, right? They're, they're opening the gate or keeping the gate closed to reach decision makers. And I've always, I've read books and so forth about how to treat gatekeepers just, and it's just not the way I treat people. So I always would have conversations with these quote unquote gatekeepers and they would open the door to getting further along into the account and a sales opportunity. So learning to treat people as human beings and not being out for yourself and what you're going to do to change the world, that's what we really totally took away from that. And I've applied that to sales and just treating people in everyday life as human beings 
that have a purpose and that you can make their day better. And that works in business as well. What's your thought on that? Oh, I'm I'm in so much alignment. I can only nod. I mean, yes. Okay. Yes, absolutely. There's well, these days there's almost a little bit of a lack of human connection. I don't mm. really know if it's because it, and the pandemic didn't help because that sort of right. made I'm like afraid to touch hands. You know? Right, fact, right. Yes. Like you didn't even want to get within six feet of a person. And for for many, I mean, it was a very real risk, right? To be to be around people. And so we yeah. sort of went from like, let's take a client out to lunch to sort of like, well, maybe we'll do a Zoom. And yeah. then when email became the way to communicate, I think phone calls sort of, it's almost uh, odd now when a phone rings, especially mm. if it's rescheduled. It's uh, the world's changing a little bit. So I, I don't know, we're losing a little bit of that real connection, that eye to eye human touch. So I love that you're a big proponent of just being a real person through and through and, and seeing other people for their humanity and helping others and serving. I mean, I think that's even like, look at this podcast, right? And, and everything that we do, this is just here to help. Like, I love when I get a message from somebody who's like, hey, I listened to this podcast you did. Uh, it was an episode on such and such with this guest. And I went ahead and put something into action. And it's kind of crazy, but it's working. And now I'm, you know, I have this new business where I was able to quit my job or just being out there sort of helping without real expectation of anything back is sometimes the best gift and the best feeling. It is. And I just love what you said there. This is like the mutual admiration society. But the the idea of putting something that's good into the universe and for others without expectation of return, that's not for everybody. It, it should be for everybody, but it's you're making a difference. And this is the type of thing that if we do these types of things in life, your payback doesn't always come monetarily, but just the idea that you're helping someone else makes you get this great feeling. I don't know if it's dopamine or what it is when people tell us that we get that little nudge of the feel good feeling in our brains. And yeah, it's it's all worth it when you hear a little comment or someone leaves you a review and you're making someone's life a little bit better. And that transfers over to business. It transfers over to your personal life. And this is where I feel that sales is life and life is sales. When done the right way, you can have great relationships with your family. Because if you had to go out and be great in sales and really uncover people's needs and be a great listener and be empathetic, you have to do the same with your family. You can't, you can't go out and say, I'm going to be great in business and then come home and be a jerk. So I think it works everywhere around when you apply these principles. Everyone's going to see you, my spouse, my kids, you know, friends, they should be feeling the same way that my business clients do Fine. or better. I encourage everyone to pick up a copy of your book, Selling with Dignity, and also to tune into your podcast, Sales Made Easy. Carrie, it's been awesome talking to you. It's it's these are great topics or things we need to think about. Let's all use this time today to also inspire us for the rest of the day to try to find someone to help to do something for someone else without the expectation of anything back. Let's just keep paying it forward. Nice. Love it. Thank you so much for joining us and I hope you enjoyed the show. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and if you leave a review on iTunes, I promise I will read every single review. If you know someone who makes a full-time living from part-time work, and maybe this is you, please visit lifestylesolopreneur.com to nominate a guest or to nominate yourself. 
Because remember this, money doesn't buy happiness, but money in the hands of a happy person, there is no greater tool. Today's episode was brought to you by the Get Shift Done program. It's a lifestyle-changing online class to help you define your business and lifestyle ambitions and to set goals in a way you've never experienced before. This class will 10x your daily productivity with methods that will blow your mind. And if you use the coupon code podcast, the class tuition is 99% off. Visit GetShiftDone.com to enroll today.